Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Good evening, good evening, good evening. I want to welcome each of you to E3 Ministries Real Talk, where we come together every Sunday evening at 6.30 p.m. To God be the glory. My name is Reverend Tamika Brown, and I'm so glad to be back with you another Sunday evening as we come together again to continue our discussion on the spiritual discipline of fasting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, let us begin with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you and we praise you for this time. We thank you for another opportunity to come learn, God, about what it means to fast, what it truly means to fast and to pray, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord God, that you desire each one of us to fast, Heavenly Father. And we thank you, Lord God, that when we fast, Lord, that you hear our prayers and you there's many breakthroughs and we grow closer to you, Lord God. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, that you, that we thank you, Lord God, for teaching us, Lord, about the importance of fasting. So open our eyes, God, and open our ears, Heavenly Father. Help us, Lord God, to learn about this discipline and help us to apply it to our lives, God. We bless you, and we praise you even now. You're speaking to us, Heavenly Father, and help us to even a deeper understanding about the discipline of fasting. We bless your name. We praise you and give you the glory, the honor, and praise for what you're going to do on this line. We honor you, Heavenly Father, and we desire to hear from you, Lord God, to hear what you would have us to do for the things we've been seeking and asking you. We thank you through fasting that we'll hear from you with greater clarity and greater revelation. So we bless you and we praise you, Heavenly Father, for all that you are doing, even right now. In the blessed name of Jesus, have your way, Holy Spirit, and we'll give you all of the glory, the honor, and all of the praise. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. And to God be the glory. Our scriptures for this series, the first one comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 26 and 27, and it reads, So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. And that was 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 26 and 27. And the second scripture is 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. And it reads, have nothing to do with irrelevant, silly myths. Rather, train yourself for godliness. For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way as it holds promises for the present life and also for the life to come. Hallelujah. Those are our scriptures for this series. And I pray that those scriptures you've been meditating and they are just starting to you're then dwelling, you're and starting just to become a part of, you're starting to memorize them and you start to know them by heart. Hallelujah. Well, tonight we're going to continue talking about fasting. And this is going to be the last, we're going to conclude on fasting tonight. But I pray this has been encouraging to you as we've talked about fasting. And I pray that even after tonight, you will continue to 
just look, ask the Lord to continue to show you even more and more about fasting, the type of fast he would have you to do. So this is a time and a season we need to fast and pray. We need to fast and pray for the things that are going on in our nation, the things that are going on in the world, seeking and asking God for greater clarity, greater revelation. We need to abstain from those things, foods and things, so that we can hear the Lord even higher and and a deeper clarity for the things that are going on in our world because so, we need to spend time in fasting and praying, seeking the Lord for his, for his wisdom, for his revelation, for what he, how he would have us to pray for the things that are going on in our world today, for there's so much going on. And as we have read in the Bible scripture that we even read last week about King Jehoshaphat, and how he had prayed and how God moved mightily in that situation. We know that when we pray together and we and we um, pray according to what the Holy Spirit leads and we fast and we pray, we know that God can give us clear revelation, clear clarity, and, we will, and God will move mightily, breakthroughs and miracles and signs and wonders. We want to see these things happen, breakthroughs happen in our country, breakthroughs happen in, in our world because there's so much going on. I want to encourage you to ask God to show you the type of fast, to show you the type of fast that he would have for you to do, but make sure God is leading and directing you on the type of fast, not just any fast that you think, but the fast that God would have for you. Amen. So tonight I want to talk about more about fasting. And I'm going to be referencing the book called by Jensatine Franklin called Fasting, Opening the Door to a Deeper, More Intimate, More Powerful Relationship with God. And this um, particular section is called You Shall Be Filled. You Shall Be Filled. And he says, Our American diets are loaded with sugars, toxins, processed foods, meats, etc. Yet it is possible for us to be eating large meals be overweight, and still be malnourished. In Colbert's book, Toxic Relief, he states, we may actually, we may be actually starving from a nutritional standpoint while at the same time becoming grossly obese. Sadly, we really are digging our graves with our forks and knives. In that sense, it is easy to see how our physical lives always parallel with our spiritual lives. We can become overnourished on a hefty diet of church programs and activities, religious structure and tradition of men, and yet be severely undernourished when it comes to the deeper things of God. Wow, that's powerful. Let's think again. We can become overly nourished on a hefty diet of church programs and activities, religious structure and traditions of men, and yet be severely undernourished when it comes to the deeper things of God. Oh, that's powerful. Do you know what Dr. Colbert refers to as the single most effective answer to overnourishment? Fasting. He has found that more than anything else, fasting is a dynamic key to cleansing your body from a, from a lifetime collection of toxins, reversing overnourishment, and the disease it brings and ensuring 
a wonderful future, renewed energy, vitality, longevity, and blessed health. Hallelujah. So we come back to the word fasting. The answer, what that Dr. Colbert references, the single most effective answer to overnourishment is fasting. So we can see that God keeps showing us, even through this, what we've talked about in fasting, that God is telling us that fasting is important. We need to fast. We must fast. It's important. When So as Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Hallelujah. We should have such a hunger and thirst in our spirits for the things of God, to get closer to God, to know what God is desiring, what God wants, what God is requiring of us in every season, what the more God is calling us to do, that we should be hungering and thirsting, that we should be crying out and saying, God, what is it? What do you want me to do? And saying, I will do it. And fasting, we should be saying, we should be saying, we should be ready to fast at all costs, at all times when God says fast, fast, knowing that God is going to show us and reveal things to us through our fasting. We need to be hungering and thirsting for righteousness. We need to be hungering and thirsting for it, hungering and thirsting to know that what God's will is for our life, for his purpose, for what he would have us to do, what he is calling to do, to get deeper clarity, to get deeper revelation. And through fasting, we are able to be able to get that because we get growth. We draw closer to God, and we're focused on God and not on the food and the other things around us. That's what fasting does, as we have talked about. So in this time, we need to be hungering and thirsting for righteousness, knowing that nothing else, nothing else, nothing else can fill us up. Only Jesus can fill us up. Only God can do it. Only God can answer it. Only God can fill us up up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because food, physical food is temporary. You have to, physical food is something that fills you up for maybe a few hours or for a night, but you know you have to go back and eat more to get get that physical, your body physically fed again. But when we need to keep, we have to, we only know that God can only truly, truly, truly satisfy and fill that hunger and that thirst that we desire. And that is our spiritual hunger and thirst for more of him. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Bless his name. We have to do that. We have to get, we have through fasting. God fills us up and we, as we go closer to God and draw closer to him, he fills, God fills that hunger and thirst that only he can fill. Hallelujah. We want to be filled. I don't know, but I want to be filled. I want more. I want to know more about what he wants. I want, I want more of him. And only God can fill that place. Only God can do it. Hallelujah. So that scripture reference that says, hunger and, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled, is Matthew 5, 6. It says, when you begin to develop a hunger for the deeper things of God, he will fill you. Hung, however, sometimes just being in a good service is not enough. 
I believe God is already raising up people in this hour who do not want a diet of just church as normal any longer. I see it at free, this is the author says, I see it at free chapel. People are fasting and developing a hunger for more of God. And religious traditions are having to, to just get out of the way. Hungry people are desperate people. They will push over the customs. They will push over the rituals. They don't want to leave hungry. Oh, my God, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We don't want to leave hungry. We want to be filled. We want God to fill us up to the brim. Hallelujah. That should be our prayer, that God fill us up. Fill us up to the overflow. Fill us up to the brim, God. We don't want to leave hungry. We don't want to leave church the same. We want more of you, God, and only you, God, can fill us up. Fill us up, Holy Spirit. Fill us up, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Let that be your prayer. Fill us up, Heavenly Father, with more of you, Heavenly Father, less of this world. Fill us up, Heavenly Father, with all of you, Heavenly Father. Oh, God, fill us up, Heavenly Father. Fill us up, Heavenly Father. Fill us up. Hallelujah. Let that that be your prayer that God fill us up with you, Lord. More and more of you, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fill us up with your desires. Remove the worldly desires. Fill us up with your desires, Heavenly Father. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let that be your prayer. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Let this, this hunger and thirst for more of God, more of him, more of God, more of him, because he will fill you up. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And it's continued to say, Jesus found such hunger while visiting Tyre and Sidon. A woman whose daughter was possessed and tormented by a devil heard that he was there. But the woman was Greek, a Syro-Phoenician by birth. Mark 7.26 is a scripture reference. And therefore, outside of the covenant God had made with Israel, but that didn't matter to her. She was hungry, and her faith was persistent. Hear that word. She was hungry. Ooh, she was hungry. She was de- She was hungry, and her faith was persistent. Even when Jesus discouraged her, saying that the bread was first for the ch- children of Israel, she was hungry enough to ask for even a crumb that would fall to the floor. Many of the children who sat at the table had not shown such hung, such great hunger. Jesus honored her request, and her daughter was healed because of her persistence. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hunger. She wanted more. She was persistent. She was reaching. She was calling on Jesus. She was hungering. She was persistent to get all for more of God. We need to have that hunger. That will go for more and more of God. That we are persistent. We'll go and reach for to do all the to reach and to go get all that God has for us. That we have that hunger and thirst for all that for more of God. Hallelujah! She was hungry. She was hungry. Hallelujah! And she stayed persistent because she wanted what 
she wanted more of God, and she was hungry. Hungry people are desperate people, and they are hungry for more of God than they have ever had. They are hungry for God, for more than God, more of God than they have ever had. She wanted more. She wanted more. She wanted more of God, and we need to have that hunger that as for more of God, we want to experience more of God. We want to have a, a greater encounter. We want to have experience that at a higher and a deeper level than we have ever had before. Hallelujah. It says they are breaking out of religious rules, regulations, traditions, thinking, and breaking through to more of his presence, more of his power to turn situations around, more of his healing power, and more of his miracle-working power. Only Jesus. Only Jesus satisfies that hunger. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've got to go to Jesus and fill me up. Fill me up. I want more of you, Heavenly Father. More of you, Heavenly Father. It was such a hunger that was stirred in the heart of a Gentile centurion and Caesarea who fasted, prayed to God, always and gave generously to the poor. Though they were Gentiles, Cornelius and his household devoutly feared and served God. As Cornelius was fasting and praying one day, like Daniel, an angel appeared to him with a message. The angel said, your prayers and your alms have come up for a memorial before God. And then the angel instructed him to send for Peter, who was nearby in Joppa. Peter, who was fasting at the time as well, saw a vision from God in which many foods that were unlawful for Jews to eat were presented to him. He was still puzzled by the vision when Cornelius' message arrived, going with them to his house the next day and hearing of the hungry hunger in, his, in this man's heart. Peter understood that the vision meant that the gospel was not to be withheld from the Gentiles as he shared the gospel with those of Cornelius' household, the Holy Spirit fell and baptized them, and later they were baptized in water. Hallelujah. Fasting stirs a hunger in your spirit that goes deeper than the temp- temporary hunger you experience in your flesh. Hallelujah. Fasting stirs a hunger in your spirit that goes deeper than the temporary hunger you experience in your flesh. My God. This hunger that fasting stirs is it goes deep down in your spirit that it, that the temporary hunger you it they can't even compare to in your flesh because it fills that hunger deep down in your spirit. Hallelujah! Oh my God! Hallelujah! When you hunger for God, He will fill you up. Jesus went through cities where He could do could do no miracles because there was no hunger. Oh my God! Jesus went through cities where he could do no miracles because there was no hunger. Woo, my God, we, we need to make sure we have a hunger and thirst for God, thirst for God to move mightily, to move mightily. That's when we fast, we need to have a hunger and thirst for God, that he will move mightily in our situations, that he will move on that request and have a hunger, that he's going to do it, and he, God will do it that he's going to move, do a miracle in the situation, have a hunger 
for more of God, that God will do it, that God will work mightily in the situation. We must have a hunger. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hunger and thirst. Glory to his holy name. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Glory to God. Bless his name. And it says, as Jesus entered the Supernearing, he was confronted by a Roman centurion whose servant was paralyzed and tormented. But the centurion knew it would only take it would take only a word from Jesus for the servant to be healed. When he said those words to Jesus, the Bible says Jesus was amazed at his faith and told those around him, "I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel." He was saying, so many in Abraham lineage don't even have the hunger this man has shown. They come to see me, but they don't have hunger. In this day, God is saying, I'm looking for somebody who wants something. My God, I'm looking for somebody who will do more than show up. But they will hunger for that which I want, for that which I want to place in them. My God, that is powerful. Listen, let me say it again. But they it says, in this day, God is saying, I'm looking for somebody who wants something. I'm looking for somebody who will do more than show up, but they will hunger for that which I want to place in them. My God, the, 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 that we come in with a spirit of fasting, that we are hungering for something, and we have a hunger for what, where God, which God wants to place us. That we have a hunger for all that God desires to do in us, and we are have expectation that it's already done. Hallelujah. We have a minute now. Hallelujah. A hunger and a thirst. A hunger and a thirst for what God has. For us, yes, that when we that God is looking for somebody who will show up, but they have not just not just to show up, but they have a hunger for what God wants to do, and they are expecting it. They are expecting it, and they know they're going to receive it because God wants to give it to them. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. And it says, God honors what others call unlawful hunger. Matthew 12, 1, 8 tells of a time when Jesus and the disciples were walking and talking together. Disciples became hungry. As they walked, they began to pluck heads of grain and eat. But it was unlawful to pick grain on on the day of rest. That day, you were to... You are not to labor for yourself, but to be devoted to the Lord. So when the Pharisees noticed what the disciples were doing, they said, Your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. But they are walking and talking with the Lord on the Sabbath. So Jesus said to the Pharisees, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry? He and those who were with him, how he entered this house and entered the house of God and ate the showbread which was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priests. Yet I say to you, this is a place, there is one greater than the temple. Than the temple. 
But if you have known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. You would not have condemned the guiltless, for the Son of Man is Lord, even on the Sabbath. And that scripture is... Um, and so that was talking about when... Um, that scripture of reference, I'm sorry, is Matthew... 12, 1 through 8. Matthew 12, 1 through 8. And so these, that is what we're talking about when fasting and that hunger and thirst for more of God. That's what we have to stay focused on. That's what we have to remember when we're fasting. We have that hunger and thirst and expect God to move mightily and to do what he says he's going to do and to see mighty breakthroughs and see God do great and mighty things as we lift lift our requests and believe God to move on what we are fasting and believing God for in in our fasting time, that God's going to give us greater clarity, greater revelation. God's going to fill us up because only he can fill us up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the last part I want to read, and then we will conclude, is anybody can be normal. Normal is overrated. Somebody, someone has to say, but I want more, Lord. I'm hungry. I'm going to have to push tradition aside. I'm going to have to push religious rules aside. I'm going to have to push all the rituals aside because I'm starving to death. And I just can't do church as usual any longer. My suggestion is to begin by pushing the plate aside. Show God that you are serious. We must get to the place where we are desperate for God again. We must begin to desire him more than food or drink. Let us be filled with the bread of life instead of the refuse of religion. Begin to make fasting a regular discipline a regular discipline and see how God answers your hunger. Hallelujah. Let me read that again. Anybody can be normal. Normal is overrated. Somebody has to say, but I want more, Lord. I'm hungry. I'm going to have to push. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to push tradition aside. I'm going to have to push a tradition aside. I'm going to have to push religious rules aside. I'm going to have to push all the rituals aside because I'm starving to death. And I just can't do church as usual any longer. My suggestion is to begin by pushing the plate aside. Show God that you are serious. We must get to the place where we are desperate for, for, for God again. We must be done to desire him more than food or drink. Let us be filled with the bread of life instead of the refuse of religion. Begin to make fasting a regular discipline and see how God answers your hunger. Ooh, that's powerful. My God, that's powerful. And I pray that spoke to you. I pray that you'll be the one that says, I want more, Lord. 
I'm and say I'm starving. I I'm starving to death, and I just can't do church as usual any longer. And desire to make fasting a regular discipline and see how God answers your hunger. Woo, my God, powerful teaching. I pray that that teaching was spoke to you, and I pray that the, what we talked about tonight just ministered to you, and I pray the Holy Spirit, I pray the Holy Spirit spoke to you tonight, and he'll, I, and I pray he'll continue to speak to you on this topic of fasting. We're going to conclude on fasting there, but, and we're going to end on fast, on the spirit of discipline of fasting tonight. But I pray that you've been blessed by this teaching on fasting, and I pray that what this author mentioned about fasting, Gentazine Franklin, um, which I referenced tonight, I pray what he mentioned about fasting ministered to you, it ministered to me as well. And I pray that um, the Holy Spirit will continue to reveal you and show you more. He'll continue to speak to you on fasting, because this is so important. And I pray you will make fasting and, and regular daily discipline a part of your life everyday life because it's so important. It's so important to God be the glory for what he has done, for what he has spoken, for what he has done, what God has done. We just bless his holy and righteous name. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you and we praise you, Holy Spirit, for speaking to us, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord God, for this message, Lord God, that you are even now ministering to each one of us as going deep down our souls, Heavenly Father. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, for just reminding us and continuing to show us even more about fasting. We thank you, Lord, that the Holy Lord God, that the Holy Spirit is even ministering and showing us even more speaking to us even more. God, we bless you, Lord God, and we praise you, Heavenly Father. Oh, we honor you and glorify you, Holy Spirit, that we will, Lord God, make fasting a part of our daily life. We will continue to apply it, Lord God. We'll be desperate and hungry for more of you, God. Fill us up, Lord. Let's have a hunger and thirst for more and more of you, Heavenly Father. And we thank you, Lord God, and we praise you, God, that you're even filling us up even right now. We bless you, Lord God, and we praise you, Holy Spirit, for what you are doing, what you have done, and what you're already doing, even at this moment. We love you with every fiber of our being, and we give you all of the glory, we give you all of the honor, and we give you all of the praise. In the blessed name of Jesus, we pray, amen and amen. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. I pray this teaching on fasting, spiritual discipline and fasting has ministered to you and has spoken to you. We will move to another discipline next week, and I will begin that next week, same time, 6.30 p.m. For a real talk, 6.30 p.m., we begin a new spiritual discipline. So I thank God for each one of you. My name is Reverend Tamika Brown. Until next week, have a blessed, have a blessed evening. And may God continue to bless each one of you. Amen and good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.